Hope Centre people, let's give an amazing, rousing welcome to Prophet Len Butner. I thought you were going to carry on. Oh, well, thank you, Tim. Thank you for um, being at... Um, just a blessing to be at Hope Centre and, yeah, I've come to uh, join you to drink tonight. Isn't that what you said? <laughs> oh, dear. <clears throat> but I had this thought uh, that um, we need to stir up something that's started to be stirred tonight. And I had a sense of the baptism of the Holy Spirit uh, that is... It needs a fresh release of the fullness of God in the midst of, you know, our gatherings and uh, to stir up something that is within. And, you know, we sing and we worship, but I believe there's something very special that comes out of the gifts of tongues that is, you know, resident within the body. And when the corporate body speaks in tongues, it releases others in their gift and a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit comes upon us. And I felt the atmosphere tonight was very much for that in the songs we were singing and what God was doing with us. So I want to encourage you tonight, if you've you know, never spoken in tongues before, that you listen to what the Spirit is saying and that you allow the Holy Spirit to just stir up within you, in your innermost being, there will be an awakening and the words will come out. You've got to cooperate and speak what's coming through from your innermost being. But I believe God wants to give us a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. So where's our worship uh, lady on the keyboard here? You, you disappeared. Yeah, there we are. We're going to need your help. Um, <laughs> but I, I really want to encourage us tonight because I feel this. Who's never spoken in tongues or been baptized in the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I knew there were a few of you. Put your hands up. Let's see. Okay. Well, tonight's your night for breakthrough. Amen. And um, I believe the Lord wants to release us into new levels of spiritual warfare that comes out of the tongue and out of our innermost being. You know, what happens is when we speak in tongues, there's unity in the spirit as we speak, even though we all speak our own language, from that language, there's a uniting of the, you know, the power of God and the agreement of God. When we're in agreement, the Lord releases something through us. And often gifts flow from that moment of praying together, ministering together, that God does something in healing. He does something in the prophetic. Words of knowledge and wisdom flow because we rise up in, a, in agreement with God and we release the gift of tongues. Um, <clears throat> I've experienced that a number of times where the Holy Spirit, through the, the gift of tongues in the corporate body, the corporate Son of Man, as we speak in tongues, the presence becomes so profound that we fall on our faces and we do some carpet ministry. So tonight I'm believing for carpet ministry, and uh, but it's going to start with each one of us rising, if you wouldn't mind rising tonight. Um, we, we, we don't want you to sit too long. You know, we saw that song, we've got to keep moving. And uh, God wants to move us onwards and upwards. So I would like us to enter into a corporate time of praying in tongues. Is that all right? We're going to pray in tongues like we've never prayed before from your innermost being. So we want to release something tonight in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, th and, those, and those who haven't received, open up your heart tonight. Rabot Siba Katara Mata. Go, bo, go, bo, 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 bo,
Bambare Baba Sabata Gabata, Dereboko Momomoto, Baba Baka Basabata, Nondoro Komatisibare Baboto, Bogo Boboto, Banga Babare Boboto, Baba Kababa Bata Samanda, Roboko Moto Robobobo, Gipagababa, Riboboko Bobobondo, Darebaba Sabata Gaba Sibinde, Roboko Sibiti, Gipagabata, Rebongo Boboto, speak it out louder, Roboko Bosibiti Rebindi, Gipako Bobo, Roboto, Gapare Babata, Bombo Tira Babaka, Bombo Riboboto, Zibeti Rebeti Bebeke, Bongo Boboto Roboboto, Ganga Babata, Riboko Boboto, Bisigibaka Babata, Bombo Roboto, Gibaka Baba Rabatata, Bombo Roboto, Zibeka Tarabata, Giboko Bobo Roboto, Banga Baba Soboto, Ribaka Boto, Bombo Roboto, Zibiribekiboko, Bombo Roboto, Zipitarabaka, Bombo Roboto, Gipagabata, Rombogo, Babakabata Tata, Goboko, Bambarabata Tata, Bombo Roboto, Zibeterebebete, Goboko, Soboko Tobondo, Gipagabata, Romongo Boto, Zipititi, Gotarebaka, Bongo Boboto, Zipagabata Rebaba, Boko Boboto, Ribakata Samanda, Bobo Roboto, Gibakababa Roboto, Zimbetitete, Dutorita, Gosotomoto, Gipagababa, Boribomoto Roboboto, Gapaka Sabata, Dirabokomoto, Borobondo, Bipagababa, Riboko Boboto, Zipata Rababa, Goboboko Boboto, Rebaka Mamanda, Norobo Sibeti Rebeti, Biporo Bobobo, Dindaraba Sabata, Goboko Momo Roboto, Ribakaba, Bisarabata, Boko Momo Bobo Ribobo. Thank you, Jesus. More of your spirit, O God. Rebaka Sabaka. Bongo Boto, Birabaka Bata, Borobobo, come on, brother, Ribaka Masabata, Roboko Bobondo, Gipagababa Riboto, Ziparabata, Goboboto Koboto, Gimbagaba Riboto, Zika Moroboto, Zipatata, Giparabata, Borobobo. Thank you, Jesus. Sareboto. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Baribatata. Kambare Baba. Gabarabata. Ziboroboto Bobo. Zibarababa. Zibarabata. Zibekabarababa. Koboboribobo. Kingaba Sarabata, we release the Holy Spirit upon you. 
it's fresh infilling of the spirit rivers of living water to come forth in your innermost being thank you Jesus oh thank you to the church thank you thank you there's a stirring in the spirit let me say that to you tonight there's a stirring in the hearts of God's people the hunger for God a crying out for more of him this is Jacob the generation that will seek his face I really believe we are that generation that God is doing something within us he's igniting us by the spirit to be mighty men and mighty women that are going to take the land for the Lord. Come on. But he wants us stirred up in the spirit. It's going to give you revelation and understanding in the knowledge of God as you pray in tongues. Your prayer language is going to go to a new level. Your ministry gifts are going to operate with sensitivity in the spirit. You're going to see things and hear things you haven't heard before. We are stirring up what is resident within us that the Holy Spirit wants to do mighty works in us, but He wants us to be sensitive to the Spirit. Stir up your gifts that were given to you by the laying on of hands. That's what the tongue language does for you. It stirs up the gifts of God upon you. So tonight as we stir, as we stir, we go deeper in the well. We go deeper and deeper into the knowledge of God. Come on. So we thank you tonight, Lord, that we are declaring this is the day that you are stirring our lives to a different level, to a depth that we haven't gone to before, a greater and a more profound knowledge of God. Lord, that we might know you better tonight because you awakened us from a sleepy place to a place to be on fire for you. So we speak to the hearts tonight that have known the lukewarmness of the present climate, Lord, that we speak to the heart that the fire of the Lord would come upon us to awaken in us the very call and purpose to which God has raised us up to be a mighty people in Him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So we thank you, Lord, for the work you're doing in the midst of us. Is there anyone that hasn't spoken in tongues tonight? Come on, lift your hand there. Lay hands upon them. Stir them up there. Lay hands upon those men there. Come on, leaders. Get your hands on them. Stir them up. So we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. You've given us a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for what you're doing in the midst of the church. So let us just give them a, a bit of encouragement by praying for them. Thank you, Lord. You're stirring up hearts. <clears throat> You're igniting your church to be mighty in word and deed. And <clears throat> when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and Wellington. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the release of your spirit upon your people in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we can take our seats if we are able to. And those who haven't broken through yet, we'll pray for you some more tonight before you go home. Amen. I believe one of the most neglected areas of ministry is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We want to get that moving in the midst of us. Stir up hearts, stir up gifts, the fruit of the Spirit. People often say, well, I'm not breaking through in my area of, um, you know, relationships. It's because the fruit of the Spirit hasn't been stirred up by the baptism of the Spirit. Amen. We receive gifts on the one hand, but we receive fruit on the other hand. Amen. That's why the picture of the dove is such a powerful picture. Speaks about the eastern dove. It was a white bird with nine major feathers in the one, in in its right wing and nine major feathers in its left wing. It speaks about fruit and gifts that balance the bird. And the tail feathers, they had five feathers. It's the speaks about the fivefold ministry, keeping the gift and the fruit in balance so that we can move in the things of the spirit. Amen. We are spiritual people. Amen. We've got to get out of the flesh man and let the spirit rise up from within. Is that okay? That we can stir up our lives and we say, thank you, Lord, that you are awakening your church. Amen. We have been asleep. Only, only a little bit, and not so much here in Wellington, but I know that God wants to awaken us a little bit more. Amen. To go a bit higher, a bit deeper into the things of God, to the knowledge of God. So there's a stirring taking place. But I, <clears throat> I wanted to share something about taking the new land or taking the land that God has promised us to be partakers of. And one of my favorite scriptures um, comes out of Numbers 14.24. And it says, But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully or wholly, some versions say, I will bring him into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. So there's an inheritance for us if we take on a different spirit. I mean, not the spirit of the world, but the Spirit of Christ. I'll share this short testimony with you about Caleb. Um, <clears throat> my daughter fell pregnant. Was, she said, you know, said to us one day, she got married and met a lovely man when she was in, uh, in Australia at the Hillsong Conference, and she comes back. He lived in Christchurch. They got married, and shortly after that, they said, well, we think we're going to start a family. So, of course, you know, that's a good idea. We want to encourage that. But my daughter falls pregnant and loses the first child. And we were, you know, very disappointed she was. But it, <clears throat> to keep the story short, she falls pregnant the second time and loses the second one. In the meantime, as parents, you're praying and you're believing for the promise that's come, that they will prosper in the Lord and be all that God has promised them to be. And the third time, my daughter loses the third child. And by that time, you know, we're doing warfare at a different level. The fourth time, she goes to about six months in her pregnancy and loses the fourth child. And um, we, you know, 
there was no real diagnosis as to why this was going on. So I put it to a spiritual thing and I was doing warfare, fasting, praying as we do and going into the, the things that, um, you know, the, the family bloodline, is there anything, is there any curse there that needs to be dealt with? So my daughter comes back to visit us in Auckland. They're staying in Christchurch about a year or so after all these events had taken place. And she said to me, you know, Dad, I think we should try again. So I said, hey, you know, you've got courage here. I said, oh, we're going to be with you. We're going to pray and we're going to fast at a different level that we have committed to in the past. So she said, please do that. So my daughter falls pregnant and <clears throat> she uh, is going well up to six months or so and and then she says, you know, you know, please just keep us in prayer. So I go to minister in Wellington, I mean, sorry, in Christchurch. And the one night um, I'm sort of praying for my daughter. And as I'm praying, the Lord says to me, go and encourage your daughter. So, you know, I said, Lord, that's what I, I like to do. But the Lord says, I want you to be pacific about what I'm going to tell you now. So I hear my daughter in the morning making coffee. So I thought this is a good time to go and introduce the word to her. So I come into the kitchen. I say, my daughter's name's Tamarin. I just want to say to you that the Lord's speaking to me about your pregnancy. Yeah, Dad. Okay. She just carries on making coffee. Uh, doesn't want to look up. And I said, but I, I want you to hear me. The Lord's got something specific to say to you about your pregnancy. Is you're going to have a son. Okay, Dad. She said to me, Dad, <clears throat> just keep praying. And I said to her, I've got something else to say to you. I know the name of your son. And she says to me, no, Dad, you don't know the name. I said, no, no, I do. So she said, you tell me the name and I'll tell you whether you're right or not. <laughs> it's a good answer. So <clears throat> I said to you, your, your son's name is Caleb John. Now she said to me, stops making coffee. She says, come with me to the to the bedroom, uh, next to a little cupboard in, in the bedroom where she's got a lamp standing at on a little whiteboard. And she's put there prayer and she's put there Caleb John. So she said to me, she said to me, I think God is in this. I said, I think so too. So we started doing warfare by name. Be pacific when you're doing warfare. Caleb John, you will be a man of a different spirit. You will arise and become all that God called you to be. You will have a different spirit about you. So I spoke to that unborn child, Caleb John, in my daughter's womb. And I said, you will be a mighty man for God. I kept doing warfare day and night. And my daughter goes into she, the pregnancy the first time it goes into full term and she goes to hospital and they, they induce her, uh, you know, so that the child comes at the appointed time. And uh, we get a text from Roger, her husband, to say, Caleb's born, but he's not breathing. <clears throat> so there's a cry from my heart to the Lord. Lord, you promised, you said, you know, Jer Jeremiah 33, 3. In case you don't know the number for the Lord, um, 333, you can phone him anytime. <clears throat> he said, cry out to the Lord and he will show you great and mighty things. Come on. We don't cry out enough. We don't shout enough back to the Lord about the promises he's got for us. I uh, cried out. I get a text back. No, he's breathing. He's good. So we say, thank you, Lord. 
And this young man comes out of hospital and he starts growing up. And I'm up back there a couple of, you know, about three years later, you know, Caleb is three years of age, just starting to talk and, and he loved to go for a walk with me. So my prayer walking is um, part of my favorite ministry to the Lord. And he comes along with me and I'm praying in tongues. Thank you, Lord, for the promise that you've given me. I glorify you and I thank you that there's more to come. <clears throat> and I'm praying and he walks ahead of me about 10 paces and he turns around and he starts praying back to me in tongues. And I realized then that my grandson was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I said, Lord, you're an amazing God. And I want to say to you, look at your next generation. Look at your brothers and your sisters. And you start praying for them to come into the fullness of God. Amen. That God would fulfill the promises that he has because he's a promise, you know, he's a covenant keeping God. His promises are yes and amen. Amen. For us in our household. So I do warfare for the household. Uh, on an ongoing basis. Why? Because I see a man of a different spirit growing up before me. And I believe that he's part of the generation that we're looking at today where we're going to see them do mighty exploits for God. And we are going to be their champions. We're going to encourage them. We're going to prophesy into their lives. We're going to speak things to come in this generation. Amen. Come on. We, we've got to we shouldn't worry if they fall asleep, but they come to the meetings every, you know, every time. Get your children coming to the meetings. Amen. This is a generation that's rising up. We saw some mighty ones in the church this morning. There's that young man. Yeah, well done for you part of the generation in God. Amen, brother. But, you know, what does that spirit look like? You know, what should we be looking at in, in what God is doing it speaks about a, a strength and a, an attitude towards God that God is able to do. You see, when the 10 spies came back and they said, the giants are too big, we cannot take the land. Caleb and, and Joshua had a different approach. They said, God is able to do. And I want you to have that attitude. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you even think or ask according to the power that's at work in us. Amen. There's a power that's resident within us. We sang about it, but God wants us to be a people of a different attitude, a different altitude that we operate at. And I believe we're still too earthly bound and we're not spiritual enough. You know, that old saying, don't be too, uh, you know, Spiritual, you need to keep your feet on the ground. I believe that God wants us to start moving in a greater dimension of the spirit than we have been in the past. We are too, you know, yeah, I won't say it. <laughs> but God wants to remind us that we have a conquering attitude towards the things that God is doing with us. You see, when you read about Joshua and Caleb, you get the impression that they weren't well liked by the rest of the tribes because they had to go around the mountain for 40 years because Caleb and Joshua said, we are able to do it. And God got upset with the 10 and said to them, because of your disbelief and unbelief, Israel would have to march around for 40 years. So whatever God does in your life, my encouragement is get him to do it quickly. Come on, do it quickly, God. Don't let me go around the mountain for 20 years. 
around for 14 months or 40, whatever it is. God, do it quickly. So, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a patient person by, uh, by nature. I've got to work on the fruit of patience. But whatever I say to the Lord, Lord, do quickly. I've noticed in my life, he does some quick things. If I bring before him a, a certain thing that I, I'm going after in God, uh, God knows that I'm, I'm pushing the boundaries and I'm wishing for greater things. Amen. Now, it says, Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome the enemy. Come on. The church has got to know that we have spiritual weapons, both defensive and offensive weapons, to take the land for the Lord. Amen. Come on, Wellington belongs to Hope Center. That's why God's got you here. Numbers 14, 6 to 7 says, And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb, who were among those who spied out the land, tore their clothes and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we have passed through to spy out is exceedingly good land. So you've got to see the good of your city, of your nation, that God's called us. If we shrink back at this hour, we will miss our opportunities in God. I'm absolutely convinced of that. So God wants us to be a people of faith that, you know, stir up faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. So what are you going to do in the year 23, 24 by faith that you haven't done before? That God is stretching your capacity in him to say, God, I can believe for some great things. Numbers 14, 8 says, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. One of the prophetic words I got 27, 28 years ago, the Lord spoke to me through a, a man in the meeting, God sending you to a land of milk and honey. There we are. And that's where I am. I'm in a land of milk and honey. I've had bees and I, I know a lot of farmers, so I've got plenty, you know, milk and honey that comes into the household because I know the land that God has given us. Amen. So we need to be aware that we do not, Scripture says this, and a very important one for us to recognize today, Numbers 14.9, only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land. Come on. For they are our bread. Their protection has, been de has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear. Come on. There's a word for us. If I look at the last year and a half of ministry, we've been dealing with a spirit of fear in people's lives. Come on. The fear of man, the fear of the future. God doesn't want us to live in fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Amen. So we've got to speak to ourselves that we don't become fearful in any of the things that God has promised us to do. That we remain in faith. We remain in the love of God. Perfect love casts out all fear. You do not have the spirit of fear, but you have power. You have love. You have a sound mind. Come on. The enemy's attacking minds today. The um, ministry for areas of mental, um, you know, areas of mental distress are right at the top of the scale today. God needs us as members of the body of Christ to set the captives free and bring them into liberty. Amen. It says, 
but my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully. Come on, that's us. We've got to be of a different spirit to follow the Lord fully, not half-hearted attempt at following God. There's got to be a full commitment in what we're doing today in the Lord. Amen. I really believe there's a new uh, rising of, of a promises in God that he wants us to have. It speaks to me about attitudes towards the Lord. If we don't get our own way and we see things, you know, becoming more difficult, sometimes our attitude can change towards people and towards God. God wants us to have a forgiving spirit and we need to be quick to deal with bitterness in our hearts so that the river of God can flow out of us and through us. Amen. If there's any unforgiveness in our hearts, God's saying deal with that quickly. Why? So that the sweetness of the spirit can flow through you. I've walked around, I've walked in the Christian circles for a couple of decades now, about three or four decades, and I've seen some things come and go, good, the bad, and the ugly. But you know, I always say, Lord, let us have a sweet spirit towards people and towards the things that you are doing at all times. Amen. So that there's an attitude of conquering for God. Amen. Conquer the enemy. Stay in the Lord. Amen. The anointing of the Lord, the indwelling of the presence of God, we have to go after. And I stir up that uh, anointing in my life by praying in tongues, by fasting and praying, by reading the word. So I know that the anointing of God is ever present in my life. And I want you to do that because it enables you to administer the spiritual truths that God reveals to you. It keeps you on the cutting edge with the things of the Spirit so that you hear and you know that God is working in your life in a very powerful way. Prophetically, I believe God wants the church to come up and, uh, you know, to a level where we see and understand and declare the things that are to come in the nation of New Zealand. Amen. We're entering a time of, you know, opportunity for the, the nation to have a different government? Are we praying for the right people to come into power in God? That's when you get into tongues, you seek the Lord and you pray like you've never prayed before. Amen. The indwelling presence of the Lord to connect into that spiritual realm is something I love to do. And I want to encourage you to, you know, exercise that, you know, development of the spirit man. You know, the inner man becoming strong in the Lord comes out of that time alone with God, that time of prayer with the Lord, a time of seeking the face of the Lord. Amen. He's got that for us. So in finishing, I just want to say, enjoy your journey with the Lord. Come on. Enjoy the work of the Spirit in your life. Even if he brings a conviction in you. You know, say, thank you, Father, you love me so much that you bring that thing to my attention so that I can deal with it, so I can move on. I don't have to go around the mountain for 40 years. Amen. I have faith to see something more coming. Because, you know, if I go around the mountain once and I kick my toe on the same rock, I say, that's once too often. I'm dealing with that thing quickly in my life. And I believe that's a word for someone here tonight, that um, God wants you to know he wants you strong and able in the call of God on your life. That you've, you've been around the mountain too often. He wants you free from that mountain. Amen. To rise out of the valley, to see the Lord high and lifted up in your life. Amen. 
I want to say to you, diligence is one of the areas that a strong spirit will have to diligently seek the Lord. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But those who come to him will know that he is God. He's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So be diligent about your walk with God. Come on. Because out of that diligence comes the love for God and the love for people. You know, I always say that one of the greatest outpourings of God in this time that we are living in is going to be the Holy Spirit's power coming with love. Come on. A greater dimension of the love of God flowing out of us. The heart of the Father expressed through our hearts. The love that he has for us will be the love for others. So when we notice the manifestation of God in love operating in these times, you're going to know it's that new commandment that Jesus gave us, that you will love him, that we will love one another as he has loved us. A new commandment I give unto you. Come on. God wants us to exercise that incredible love because love breaks off the yoke of the enemy. People are in their identity today don't understand the full love of God, but you do. And because you do, you need to give away that reassurance that casts out fear. It, gives, it helps people with their identity in Christ. It helps them to know that they are special in the eyes of the Lord. So I have this thing going on with the Lord. And I often say this, and, and people always say it's available to you that, uh, you know, I've got a special relationship with God. I'm special in his eyes. I'm his favorite. And people say, well, then how can you say that? I say, well, you know, it's my relationship with my father. I can call him dad, and he responds back to me, and he says, yes, my son, I understand what you're saying. There's something deep within that relationship that we have that's available to each one of us, but we've got to take hold of it for ourselves. Amen. My father loves me, and I can declare that he loves you, but you've got to acknowledge it and walk with it in God. Amen. You will be healed of many wounds and many disappointments if you know the love of the Father is available to you tonight. Amen. So don't go home tonight if you're struggling to receive the love of the Father through eyes of your earthly father that may not be necessarily bad but absent and not able to impart love to you because he never received love. But your heavenly Father's here to give you love. Amen. Perfect love in your heart will set you free and bring you into a new place. Why? Because you have an attitude that my God is able to do. Amen. Come on. Your God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. And you've got to take hold of that promise for yourself. You see, I live in the promises of God. I don't live in a maybe that God would, you know, um, do something for me. He's promised to do something. And I go back to him in prayer and I say, oh, I have a covenant with you, Lord out of Genesis 12, 2 and 3, that you said I will be blessed, that you will bless me and I will be a blessing. And because of that promise, I can impart blessing, I can receive blessing for myself, and I walk in the knowledge that I'm blessed of God. Amen. It's not a, a pride thing. It's just a, a humble uh, attitude that God loves us individually, uniquely, because he's our God. Amen. And he wants the body of Christ to know that. We are not orphans. We're not prodigals uh, walking away from God. We are sons and daughters. There's a merging of the sons and daughters of God today that walk fearlessly in the presence of God, and we will do things that are exceptionally different for God. Amen. That's God's people. 
And He wants us to know the love that He has for us. Because if we receive that, there's something about our walk that becomes very, very exciting and very unique for us. Amen. Uh, so that's my uh, encouragement to you tonight. And I'm going to finish off with two more words I'm going to say to you. Have a passion for God, an unrelenting drive for passion for your God, a zeal that comes upon you that every morning you know, thank you, God, I woke up this morning six foot up, not six foot down. I'm excited about my day, that God can use me. Amen. That God will use me. I have a zeal that burns within my heart for my God. Amen. And then I get into prayer and I say, Lord, thank you today that I can pray to you, not only for myself, but for my family, for my spiritual family, for my friends, for those in ministry. I love to do that. And I say, Lord, I seek your face on behalf of the ministry of the Lord in the church of the Lord in, in New Zealand, particularly. You know, I, I don't have a choice. I was sent to New Zealand. Um, and I say, Lord, thank you that you sent me to this nation. So when others say, well, come to Australia, I have to say that New Zealand's got a first, you know, priority for me. And I, and I love going to other places, but I think at this time, I'm sensing that God is doing something in the nation of New Zealand. Come on. I, I really do. I, I believe there's something burning within the people of God that is about to take off and, uh, you know, rise up into something very powerful in God. You know, the visitation and the habitation of God is coming. Why? Because there's been some incredible seeds that have been sown into the house, into the nation. Time to call forth the harvest of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And you and I are the ones to call that harvest in. Amen. We will reap what we've sown, and I believe we've sown wisely. We've sown in abundance. We've sown the word of God. So we should be in anticipation, waiting for the outpouring of God's Spirit upon the nation of New Zealand. Amen. So let's be like that. Let's be a people that have a different approach, a different spirit that God wants to release through our lives. Amen. A people that are unique. You know, I, I love coming down here to Hope Centre because there's a, a different spirit about you in this in this church, in this nation, I know. But in this church, there's something very unique that's been deposited in the house. So when I come, I feel like I'm fitting into the family of God here in Wellington. Amen. So God is doing something precious with you. Hallelujah. So I'll be listening to the, the good report that comes in God. So tonight we, we want to uh, stir up some more things. And, uh, you know, I, I do believe that God wants to do a refreshing in, in the lives of God's people. You know, refreshing to minister the, the power of the Holy Spirit into lives as a refreshing time tonight. So I think we, we should really have a corporate time of ministry where we can pray, lay hands on as many people as we can and stir up the, the gifts of God on your life. You know that when Paul spoke to Timothy and he said, stir up the gifts that are given to you by the laying on of hands, he was referring to the gift of tongues being stirred, the power of the Spirit being activated in our lives to get us refreshed for the work that's coming. Amen. So God wants us strong in spirit. And I believe the laying on of hands is a, you know, a foundational ministry in uh, Hebrews that was given to the church that we should be exercising 
uh, much more than what we do. Amen. So we'll, we'll do that in a moment. I just want to encourage one or two people that I've noticed as I've uh, looked around and seen a few things that uh, can help, I hope. Um, so is that okay for a moment? And then we'll, we've got some time. We only have to be out here by 12. So, so we should be all right. Stay. Is that all right, Ross? We don't have to go home early. <laughs> oh, dear. <clears throat> Ross wants to get me home quickly, eh? <laughs> yes, so thank you. It's lovely to uh, see some things going on. Uh, I just want to encourage, uh, do you mind if I stretch over here? I'll speak to you there. What's your name there? Chelsea. Sorry? Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. I just really sense the Lord's doing a new work with you there, Chelsea. The good thing that God's doing is bringing a, a new season of restoration to you. And I want to speak to that today, that there will be breakthrough for you in what God is doing in your life. And that tonight is your night to receive breakthrough in the Lord. Amen. So I speak to every, you know, affliction that has come against you tonight in the name of the Lord. We pull it down, we break it off, and we loose you from that affliction that has come against you in the name of the Lord, that that infirmity will be healed in Jesus' name. We thank you for the power of God and the goodness of God that's been released upon your life today in the name of Jesus, that you will be restored, sister, that your heavenly Father will touch your life in a very special way tonight. In Jesus' name, be restored. Amen. Be made whole in God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your grace and your anointing, Lord, that breaks the yoke. And loose your daughter today, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God is faithful and true there. So yeah, just minister to her there, ladies, and thank you for that. Hallelujah. Can I encourage you here, brother? I noticed you when you came in there. I, I really sense that God is doing something new with you. Um, there's a, a wooing of the Holy Spirit on your life and uh, an invitation from the Lord to come and, and just be touched by the love of God and to know your Heavenly Father has got a special call and mission for your life. There's a lot of creativity on you and uh, you see things in a very creative way and I really believe God has given you that, that gift uh, in your hands and that you will be used by the Lord in a very special way with people, especially young people. So, you know, make your time available for God and you're going to see some new things happen in your life. There's a, you know, evangelical call to minister the gospel to your generation and God's put that on you and I want to say to you brother rise up in it and you'll see some new things happen in God amen I bless you young man God's on your case not, not a suitcase either <laughs> what's the name young man yeah sorry Royden, thank you. Um, I just really want to encourage you to uh, reach out and, and help other men. I, I just see you as, uh, you know, one that's going to pull them out of the miry clay, dust them off, shake them up a bit, and get them on for God. And that God's given you that uh, heart for those that are going through difficult times to bring healing and bring restoration into their lives. So you're going to 
be a fetcher and a carrier of many young men that have been kind of a, gone astray. And, uh, you know, the prodigal, when he came to his senses, he said, I must return to my father's house. So God's going to use you in a very powerful way there, brother. Uh, keep going. God's on your, on your ministry there. Come on. You need to get it out there more, more profoundly than it is. Amen. Good man, God's on your case. I can see that. Hallelujah. Yes, I, I saw someone here. Yes, I didn't see your husband here. What happened to him? Okay, tell him I've got his number. I'm coming to see him. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, what's your name there, sister? Therese. Sorry, Lorraine. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, but there's, there's something about the excitement of the Lord around you. Um, you're a woman of a different attitude, a different spirit. You've got a different spirit about you, and there's something about the pursuit of God around you. And God is going to pursue you as you pursue others. And um, God's on your case. I, I really believe it's a time to reach out, touch ladies minister to the young people because God's got something very special for you and it comes out of faithfulness um, I just get that sense you always turn up you're always there for God you're always there for people but I want to say to you there's a time and expansion of your ministry that's going to take place in the Lord amen so be ready God's you know working on you in a very wonderful way <laughs> He knows you're a hard case, so he's working hard on you. <laughs> you know what I mean. He's <laughs> got something special for you. Come on, it really has. There's something unique about your calling and the way God has wired you in the things of the Spirit. Amen. Many to be healed in God. Yeah. What's your name, young lady? Isabel. Isabel, lovely. Oh, you've got a, a beautiful spirit about you. Uh, God has you know, put a, a, a gift of music on you. And he's going to use that gift in a very unique way for your generation. You're going to rise up and you're going to see things in the spiritual sense of God calling you out and using you to bring a sound for your generation. Come on. And there's a sound upon you that comes from the Lord. It's deep within, but it's going to flow and it's going to bring restoration, it's going to bring healing uh, through your gift. So you carry a, a gift of healing um, with that song of the Lord that's on your life. So write down what the Lord reveals to you. Sing it back to the Lord. Sing it to us so we can receive from the gift that God has given you. Amen. Is that okay? I'll and give me your business card when you're flying. <laughs> it's something special on your life. Amen. I'll be watching to hear what God does with you. Hallelujah. What's her name there, brother? This one over here with the chick. Sorry? Shane. Shane. Yes. Yeah, brother, I, I just see the, the call of God around your life. You've been called to come forth, carry the gospel. The ministry of the word is, of God is on your lips and on your mouth. And uh, you're called to be a, a pastor, brother. Called to be a minister. 
And uh, you can run, but you cannot hide, brother. <laughs> but there's, so there's something very special happening for you in God. And uh, God is going to outwork that in your life. So expect open doors for you, for your ministry in your life. Amen. This is a season of God raising you up and, and giving you great favor for the purpose of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to be released through you, the ministry of the, of the Holy Spirit to be declared over your life and in your life. Amen. So it's a good season, brother. So step into it in God. Yeah. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, lovely. Are you with him? Yes. Oh. <laughs> did, did, did I hear, unfortunately? I oh, know, I must have some here. So, well, what is the name there? Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, you, uh, you've got a lot of zeal for God. Come on. There's a passion upon you uh, for the things of the Lord that's very, very unique and very powerful. Come on. You're going to go after broken hearts and broken lives for God. You're going to see healing come through your ministry. Come on. You've got a healing gift there, sister. Hold up your hands. Father, we thank you for the healing power of Jesus being released through your daughter's life, O oh God. We know this is a time and a season for great things to take place, Lord. We just release that healing anointing upon her, Lord, that signs will follow the ministry of the Lord through her life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that you've brought her from afar to come to this place to exercise the gifts of God through her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful. Keep it up. God's on you. going to work with you in a wonderful way. So we speak to open doors for you, that God would be you know, ahead of you in what you do and what you're called to do. Amen. Yeah. What's the name there, brother? Stephen. Stephen. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I just want to encourage you too, Stephen. Uh, like you're seeking the Lord, brother. You seek. So God is doing something special for you, brother. Bring you from darkness to the light of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. And uh, your family will benefit from it. Your whole life is turned upside down the right way up, brother. So we encourage you to come forth in God in a way that's beyond your understanding in the natural. Amen. So generations will be blessed because of you. Come on. And the way that God is working in you and bringing healing and restoration. Amen. So bless you in the Lord, brother, for responding to God and saying, yes, Lord, I'm your man. Amen. Bless you, brother. What's your name there, brother? Trevor. Trevor. Oh, good on you. Yeah, I just see a, a hunger for the, the lost in your, in your community, brother, around you. That God's called you to bring good news to the community. And you carry something of a, an authority and a, a knowledge of God in a very powerful way. Now, God's going to use that to be a, a forerunner in the things of the spirit there. So I want to say to you, brother, keep going. Good things are coming your way in God. Amen. So we cause a rising in you and a, you know, a new season of open doors for your ministry and life. Amen. So bless you. Yeah, good man. God's on your case, that's for sure. Uh, what's her name, brother? 
Sorry? Queen. 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 Okay. Oh, there we are. Good. Good to meet you, brother. It's a woman's Oh, it's a Sorry. You pull your mask down. I can't see you. <laughs> but I, I want to encourage you there and just sense that, you know, God is embracing you there. Come on. It's a season of God's healing coming to your life. The identity of God and Christ Jesus has been released upon your life tonight, that you will know him in a very unique and very special way. So I speak an embracing of God upon you and that you'll know the Lord in a very special way, bringing you into the fellowship of the saints, that you find a way to walk in the family of God that is unique and special for you. So I just speak healing to you. Just give us your hand there. Father, I just thank you for the healing power of God upon your daughter. That, Lord, this will be a new season for her, O God, of wonderful breakthrough and restoration in her life and upon her. In Jesus' name, I thank you. A stirring of the Spirit, O God. Thank you for that intercessory ministry prayer that is upon her. Let it be used for your kingdom come, O God. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, sister. Thank you. Hallelujah. Well, I better not take too much time. You know, would it's better behave myself. So I wonder if we should have a time of some corporate ministry. I'm looking at the time. And what do you think? We can do that. We can do that. Okay, that's, that's a good, good thing to do. Um, the Lord is with us. Amen. <clears throat> can I just encourage you there, uh, lady? Yes. That there's something special about your family. Come on, something that God is doing with them and doing with you at the same time. And that's a wonderful place to be because God is at work in your family to will and to do according to his purpose. There's a sense of God just drawing you into his presence, bringing restoration for the things of old that you and your family will know the love of God and the power of God at work in your circumstances. Amen. So I speak a restoration to you, sister, that God's love would be poured out upon you in a very unique and very powerful way. Amen. I know that God has moved you for a good reason so that you can know his favor, his blessing, his healing. Your household are going to surprise you in the things of the Lord. They're going to do exploits for God that is going to be very different and very unique. You're going to see something that you've prayed for and believed for for a long time. Amen. God bless you. Well done for staying on track for the Lord, sister. You're a testimony of God's favor. Amen. Yeah, it's so good to see that. I encourage you there, lady with the green top on there. Yeah, I just really want to speak to you and encourage you. I believe there's a restoration taking place around you and upon you and that God is doing something very special within your heart at this time. Uh, and I want to say to you, just embrace the Lord. As you do, you'll see a special breakthrough come and uh, a healing on your life in a unique way. Amen. So bless you and just um, know that God is at work in your life in a wonderful way. Amen. Bless you. Good things going on in your life. And God wants you restored with the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. Amen. Just let that flow out of you, the river 
of God flowing around you and upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you.